People have been asking us for more than one podcast a week, and we're here to deliver. Guys, big news. We are coming to Patreon soon. Holy moly. (laughs) We are coming. We're coming in hot. We're coming in swinging, and we're bringing you with us. We are doubling down to a week. It'll be exclusive content. Yep. It's going to be a little... You can sip with us after hours like you're closing down the bar with us. Like you are the people we've been partying with, but you're hanging. You're the crew. You are our loyal AF sippers, and we want to sip even more with you. The way you get the double episode is by signing up for Patreon. More details to come soon. You better be ready. Have your glasses full and your diaper on because you never know what's going to (laughs) happen. Real talk, real talk, right? What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to you. Can sit with us. Um, brought to you this Ashley. What? And I'm Colleen. You know, I never really know the order of no, things. No, it's all but, uh, it. but what's it brought to you by? Well, I like how you're switching it up. And a company that can help you switch it up when it comes to your <laughs> scents. Mm-hmm. Scents. Like how you smell. Scent bird mm-hmm. with a T. Mm-hmm. A scent bird. Right. Um, <laughs> guys, let me tell you how scent bird can help you out. I hate, and I mean hate, Going to a mall when I need a new Mm. perfume, I get so overwhelmed overwhelmed. with all of the perfume options there. I I start to like spray them all on the little cardboard things. My nose gets confused. I have no idea what I like and what I don't like. If I don't have someone with me who can't smell me as I'm spraying it on, I'm really like dead in the water. shooting in the dark. Oh, shooting in the dark for sure. I could spend an hour doing this and leave with nothing pretty much every time. And be pissed. Every time you leave. Be infuriated. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I'll find something I like and I stick with the same thing for years. So mm-hmm. Scentbird has a solution to it all. It is a great way to mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. They have over 450 designer pr- brands for you to choose from, including perfume and cologne. So I get a couple for me. I got a couple for Chris. It's beautiful. It's It actually <laughs> sounds like a bird, which is really appropriate for this ad. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's so beautiful, like the bird yeah, soundtrack. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> We're in a bird <laughs> They've got so Prada, cool. Tom Ford, Versace. Uh, It's the real deal, guys, and they will let you try these out. They'll give you a 30-day supply each month. That's 120 sprays, so four times daily for a month. They come in these cute little, like, personalized size things. Yeah. Like, because sometimes, you know, when you travel with perfume, for people like you and I that travel a lot, it's hard to pack your whole big perfume thing if you're going to do carry-on because mm-hmm. it's usually over mm-hmm. the allotted volume limit. These little right. guys are perfect, but they're going to last you your whole vacation. So like oh, 100%. what it comes in is a maze. I get a beauty box sent to me each month as well. Yeah. And they send me like this little teeny tiny sample every once in a while. I took some of the perfumes that I liked from that, went on Scentbird, got bigger versions of those. I'm set smart for a little while now. And with an exclusive offer for just our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50. 
for that first fragrance. Yeah. Keep the, the bird. We are in the birds. Go to scentbird.com slash sip and use our code sip for 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash sip for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign up. Smell amazing. Smell amazing. Right. All right, Ash, are you still uh, on the H2O bandwagon with the old Cleanseroo or uh, are you going to surprise me? I'm on, wait, am I on, oh, because we normally record on Thursdays. I'm like, am I on day eight? But I'm on day five, six. I'm on day six. All right. Because we're recording a little bit earlier, but I am having actually a Shakeology. Ooh. I have water and then I've been really obsessing over, I've been making my Shakeology. So Shakeology is kind of like a. It's a meal replacement shake, guys, and they have all different flavors. I've been doing chocolate, and I mix it with mm. berries and then a splash of OJ, and it tastes Yum. just like – you know those chocolate oranges that you smash and then they yeah, open up? Blossom That's what open. this tastes like. Yeah. This tastes like – it's really good, oh and I'm dying. I, know. I you, used to love those things. Mm. I would get them for mm. Christmas, mm-hmm. and I would take a lot of pride when I got the real good smack, and I opened up, and oh, every right. piece was and it was like broken. Yeah. So satisfying. And didn't they have – so they had the orange one. A raspberry. They, a raspberry chocolate. So this is like a combo of those two things had a baby and it's in your shake. That's exactly – I'm drinking it in liquid form. Oh, my God. I kind of That's also really want – do they still sell those or is that like no one gets them I anymore? feel like I see them at Christmas. Yeah. Not like on regular days. No. Only at the holidays, but I also am not looking for them normally so you know what I was thinking about the other day something else that's discontinued did you ever have did you ever eat bad cereals growing up what do you mean bad cereals like gross or like bad like just like that's all I ate all I ate was bad for great things bad for like great did you ever have rice crispy treat cereal well they don't make it anymore no I only had rice krispies and that was like my least favorite because it snapped crackle pop but it had no you had to pour no flavor bag of sugar on it oh yeah no, Rice Krispies is crap, unless it's a Rice Krispie treat that I make. No, Rice Krispie treat cereal. No. It was actual just <gasps> Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> you put it in a bowl and added milk to it. It was the best cereal oh of all time. They don't God. make it anymore, probably. Yeah, because people died. <laughs> probably because people <laughs> like, died. But oh my yeah. God, I don't know why I thought about Here's it the other a day. Just idea. God, it was so, those <laughs> were the glory days. Chop these up. Yeah. Or they're like, well, we're still putting out Rice Krispie treats. So people could technically just make this breakfast if they just cut <laughs> our little Rice Krispie treats right up into the little bite sized portion and pour milk on them. That's not a bad idea. No, that's not. Not a bad idea. What about what's that one? Like, I gotta have my kicks. Gotta have my. my it's like tricks. Tr- no, it was like that. It was like a teenager kit kicks. Oh. What was it? Do you remember? He was like running around. He was like doing all these things, and it was gotta like have my. He was people were trying to get him to do things. Do you know what I'm talking about? And then he'd like yeah. end in his room, and he'd be like, "I gotta have my kicks." I think it was kicks. Kicks was good. Kicks do you know was what I'm also talking about? not sweet enough. I f- no, I don't. But oh I want to know. Yeah, I don't think they make that anymore. You know, also, kicks. we're really getting off topic here. But remember, yeah, it was kicks. Oh, my God, it was so good. I, um, I have just my Googled kicks. it. Okay. I got I got to have my kicks. And then also the little yeah. honeycomb ones. They look like honeycombs. Oh, um, yeah. Honey, it, was, uh, it was honeycomb. Is that what it was? Yeah, so It was good. just honeycombs. This is where I was going with we're getting off topic. Think about all the commercials that we watched growing up that yeah. aren't all around. Like Double Mint. Oh, on Mentos. You remember those commercials? Oh, yeah. And we Where just never, they, they're never, they are six feet under. 
Mm-hmm. They've been body bagged by DVRs and body bag. We yeah. need to bring them we, back. We did this to them. Now I can't stop thinking about cereals because I now I really want those the ones that were the cookies. They're like little oh, cookies. Yeah. Cookie crunch. Cookie crunch, man. Those were good. And the Trump is crunch berries. No. Captain Crunch berries. Yeah, what's your no, Trump? No, I didn't like those. What'd you okay? What's your Trump? <laughs> what's your best then? Well, my best my was Rice Krispie treats, and then yeah. it's 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 the Crunch Berries. Yeah, what's yours? You know, I don't even remember. I really liked Cinnamon Life. Ooh, I, that, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming at all. The other one that, that sounds I really healthy. Liked, was that none healthy? of these? None of these are going to be up to your standards. Okay. The, I also, my dad always bought uh, Honey Bunches of Oats, so oh, that's still one of my favorites no, of all time. Still, same for me. Yeah. And Honey Nut Cheerios. Don't give yeah. me your bullshit toasted O's or like, give me no. the honey. Yeah. Give me the Honey Nut or get out of my face, you know? I'm on board with both of those things. I'm okay. on board with both, 100%. I like those a lot. You okay, know? good. Okay. I just like mine better, but I like those <gasps> a lot. Lucky Charms, but only Ooh. the Charms. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, I know. And That's I would just kind of eat- like those Rice Krispie treats because it's just marshmallow. Like you would just eat the marshmallows. I would sit on a couch as a kid and just pluck all those marshmallows out. <laughs> <Yeah>, baby. <laughs> I had no remorse. And then you put it back on the shelf and the next person oh, yeah. pours it and you're like, looks like you weren't so lucky there. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, back on track. Okay, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a nice rosé tonight. Mm. I'm not going to give the mm. brand of it because it's just fine. It's just one of those trips to the store where you... Yeah, you're not even going to give it the airtime. No, not Who like cares? I'm make or breaking the rosé industry. <laughs> oh, did I tell you we have a wine sponsor, though, coming up? <gasps> yeah, more... Stay, no. Stay tuned for that, Sip Squad. Oh, God, thank God. Can't wait. This is like... Partner of our dreams. This is why we started this show. Exactly. This has <laughs> all led to this moment. I think we can to this moment. retire the show now. <laughs> yeah. That's it. All right, guys. This is our curtain call. <laughs> We're going to exit stage left. <laughs> We've made it big. Um, okay. No, this is just one of those rosés. You go to the store and you find the – you taught me this, where you look – at the price tag, oh, and, yeah. and you find not the lowest price, but the biggest discount. The you sale. taught me that. I've been going by that for years yeah. because of you. So this had the biggest discount, and it's perfectly fine. It's yeah, not it's you fine. know anything to write home about, but it, it's doing the job. Yeah, we've got a hell of a hangover topic, Ash. Yeah, we do. Taylor I Swift can't calm down. dropped. I can't calm. I'm not calm because we haven't talked about this. Since it dropped, her new music video for You Need yeah. to Calm Down, a lot of people messaged us. It's my, my favorite thing is when Taylor does anything because the Sip Squad knows us so well. We get – like if Taylor posts something, so many people just send us her post or her stories. Like I promise you guys I love those messages, but we are like, seeing we're them. We're literally um, stalkers, so you're – Stalkers. You don't need to. When people send it – But I – Wait, what? You're going to be yeah. like, oh, that's so nice of them? No, there are some times where I will get things that I would not have known had it not been for the Sip Squad, like little Easter egg articles oh, or things oh. like that. So like 101 oh, like Taylor stuff. Taylor Swift things? Yeah, yeah. So oh, like oh. if Taylor Swift posts something on Instagram, we're going to see it. We've seen if it. it's next level analysis, send it my way. I'm all about that. But right. we need to talk about reactions. There was a ton of celebrities, Katy Perry, what did you think about the video, Ash? I first thought that the dubbing seemed off. 
Like oh, I didn't feel like in the very beginning, I was like, I can tell, cause you know, they, they're lip syncing, but usually right. it's like seamless. I didn't feel like it was perfect for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. And then the other thing, and it's obviously I didn't think I was going to like P- Katy Perry cause I don't like Katy Perry. Right. But I really, really did not like that Katy Perry was in this in the way that she was in it because there was a ton of celebrities in it. And I felt like the whole thing was about, you know, really gay pride, being who you are, love who you want, do whatever, just own it. And then at the end, it was like this whole thing. Like if Katy Perry were gay or if she were lesbian, I can understand. Like, I feel like that goes with the theme, but they, well, she was just like to French fry and ham. I felt like it made the whole video about their reunion and not Mm. about gay pride. And I was like, that really was a left field thing. I didn't see how it tied in. Mm. I didn't like that at all. I think the tie-in, and I I, I get it, because it did take it, like the one screen grab from the video that went around the internet was them hugging. And the video mm-hmm. itself, if you don't, if you knew nothing about that video, you would just think it was about Katy Perry. But the whole video was not. It was really focused on equality, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... I think it tied into the song. It didn't tie into the video well at all, but it tied into the song where she talks about um, the internet pitting women against each other and uh, women having each other's backs and not being just, we all get crowns, not like just, you, the internet can't award one person better than the other and pitting women against each other in general. So mm. the thing that bothers me though about kind it. Kind of, except for that's not why they exactly, had a riff. That's what bothers me is no one pitted Taylor and Katie against each other. No. They chose it. They actually mm-hmm. had beef. It wasn't like yeah. we all did something and we didn't shame on it. us. Yeah. They mm-hmm. they chose that path. And so they reconciled yeah. great, but I think it would have been more powerful had it been someone that she was actually pitted against or something. Right. I mean, I right. loved the scene where they did the pageant and it was all the drag queens that were the pop stars. Yes. I loved yes. that. Like that yes. in and of itself could have been the perfect tie-in with everything. Yes. So someone messaged us a subscriber and she had a good point. She's a, she's a Taylor diehard and a Katie fan. And she said, is Taylor, I know she said, is Taylor telling us we need to calm down about not liking Katy Perry? No. Is she telling the world that? No, you don't think so. (laughs) I think, no, I don't think so. Well, okay. So, Okay, well, that's that. I mean, fuck that. She wrote a whole song <laughs> called Bad Blood and made bank off that song about she needs to fucking calm down then. Like, you brought this on me, Taylor. This was not, I wasn't born yeah. this way. Right. You made me this way. So you better not be telling me to calm down. You did this to me. She got us all riled up. And then Katy Perry did swish, swish. And now we're just supposed to forget that that happened. We're supposed, here's the well, problem. I forgot about swish, swish the second it was released because it was a joke. It was bad. Here's the situation <laughs> that we're in. A lot of people what? have written us saying, what do we do? How do we go forward? When Ka- when Taylor posts a picture of her and Katie, do we like the photo? No, you don't like the photo. Mm-mm. Here's the problem. This is like Taylor is a good friend of ours, right? right. And she's got like, for example, a shitty boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she's confided in us about shitty boyfriend things. But then her and the boyfriend never break up. And so the boyfriend keeps – now the boyfriend's well, coming around up. and we're like – And then they broke they up. Got back They're back together. And we're like, okay, we weren't in on the conversations. We weren't in on the makeup. Right. All we heard was the shitty boyfriend things and this dead weight's still lugging around and we're just supposed to love yeah. him now. That's right. the issue. That's exactly If they right. wanted us to love Katie, 
they should air out what happened, what they aired mm-hmm. out. Bring us into the fold. Give yeah. us more. Then we'll yeah. give you more. I think that settles it. The other things I loved, though, about the video is I wanted to be a celebrity in this video. It looked like so much fun to shoot. I was very confused like, why just, she it looked had, like a good I get time. Ellen DeGeneres because she's gay. I don't under – and then, you know, the no. gay marriage. I get that. I don't under – it felt like you're just – I mean, and I hate saying this about Taylor, but I was like, are you just trying to be relevant? Like, why are you getting all these celeb- – and they had, like, millisecond cameos. I don't – I didn't – I yeah. did not think that that was necessary. I think it would have been just as powerful. To have been all drag queens or all just whoever, any anyone else. I mean, I didn't know any yeah. of the other ones, but like, I just didn't think it was really necessary to have all the celebrities in there. Like when Kanye did it, I get it because he was doing it like you know in that remember that bed thing or whatever he did. Like I get that there that yeah. that fit for me, and it was a big thing. I didn't really understand why she needed all the celebrities. Do you remember when she released Bad Blood and she had yeah, but that was like a year. What was it? Eleven minute video or something? But she bef- it was like a story before she released it. There was like two weeks where every other day she'd be like, and Camila Cabello's in it, and this person's in it. I didn't like that either. The video itself mm-hmm. I ended up liking, and it was like a feature film. Yeah. But the whole lead up to it felt very showy, like here's all my celebrity mm-hmm. friends, similar to this. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with you there that it's just a little like, okay, like we get it's it. It's a little extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I agree. But I also, when I watch the video, it makes me happy. Like I want to be – day drinking with them because in her, on an Instagram yeah. picture she's like we mm-hmm. all drink champagne and it showed it mm-hmm. looked like a hell of a time like did yeah. like they were having so much fun I love the message I love the scene where everybody's chilling like soaking up the sun and then across the fence people are just making themselves look oh, like idiots yeah. with all the hate signs mm-hmm. I love the positive message and uh the song I really liked it the first time we heard it last week I've been hitting play on that quite a bit, and it, I just love the beat. I love yeah. the song. Mm-hmm. It's just – it's such a good vibe. Do you still like yeah. it? Yes, I love it, and I do like it more than me. And even the lyrics that I thought were dumb at first, I like them now. I just love it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so catchy. It's such a good so summer catchy. bop. Mm-hmm. And it's having a lot of success too, which is cool. I did go online, and we'll, we can move on, but – I did go online and looked up Easter eggs that were in this. Yeah. The other thing that's difficult for me, and I hate saying this because before an album comes out or before a single comes out, the Easter eggs are really fun. Like it's Mm -hmm. fun when there's been a big break and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, she's coming out with new stuff. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, the Instagram post. And now I feel Easter egg fatigue. It's like a lot. I'm exhausted, yeah. It's a lot. It's like looking at her. I just want to look at it at face value and not be trying to solve a riddle right. with every scene. Like mm-hmm. how many dice oh, and how many like, numbers There was and a number things. five on the middle of the target. I'm like, what does yes. that mean? That means something. That's what I was going to talk about. I think that was one of oh. the more relevant Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. perfect. So that a lot of people theor- are theorizing is about track five, which every track five mm-hmm. on Taylor albums are usually the most heavy, usually the most, I'm, tra- I'm looking for a word, like delicate was track five on reputation, Yeah, all too well, dear John. They're usually just really intensely open and heart heavy. And so Haley Kuoko, who is a singer, was the person shooting the arrow at that target. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are thinking track five could be a collaboration oh, with yep. Haley Kuoko, who I don't know that well. I actually went on Apple Music to see, like, do I actually know any of her songs? Yeah. I didn't really know any of her songs, but I know her name. Yeah. I just don't really, like, know her stuff. So either. we'll see. All right. Ash, tell me. 
What do I oh, need to know? I have a How very, many do you have this week? Well, I have a just one and it's like the shortest. Mm. How many do you have? I got two. They're pretty short as okay. well. Why don't you sandwich me? All right. I want to talk about something called the Haka. Have you heard of it? H-A-A-K-A-A. No. Okay. So this is a breastfeeding thing that I wanted to talk about because I don't think people talk about breastfeeding enough or just a lot of things about mm-hmm. the post. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about pregnancy. A lot of people talk about labor. Not a lot of people talk about the stuff afterwards and the things mm-hmm. that go well and the things that are hard and the all of it. So if you are um, pregnant and wanting to breastfeed um, – or if you have a friend who's wanting to breastfeed or going to a baby shower, this would be a great gift idea. It is something that has really helped me a lot. I've had a lot of friends who are also in postpartum with new babies and they are using this and love it too. So it is just a little silicone breast pump. It is not electric. So it is just a little like handheld breast pump. Mm -hmm. You can buy it on Amazon for $13. So it's very economical. The best thing about it is um, I was really stressed out already about going back to work this fall and what do I do about storage and like I don't need to be stressed out about this at all Mm -hmm. but I was thinking like how do I start you know building up a stockpile and I was just starting to get worked up about it and my lactation consultant recommended this and she's like you don't need to be pumping like crazy. Number one everything's going to be fine whether you have to supplement formula like it's all going to be fine. So number one take all the pressure off yourself. Number two, if you want a really easy way to start saving up a supply, the Haka is a great way to do it because in the morning or whenever, usually in the morning is when your boobs are the fullest with milk. So in the morning, when the baby's nursing on one side, you can literally just kind of suction this onto your other side. And as that other side is letting down, it is amazing how many ounces you catch with the Haka every single day that otherwise would have just gone into a nursing pad. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it just would have been absolutely wasted. And it's also really good because you can, after you're done breastfeeding, if you want to, if your supply is down, you can kind of suction it on each breast for a couple minutes and it will stimulate your breasts and make your breasts think they need to produce more. So it's also a good way to increase your supply because the best way to increase your supply is more Mm -hmm. demand, not food. I mean, that's one way. It's a tactic. Foods and stuff help. But demand is the biggest thing. So I have been saving just with the haka, just with in the morning, um, between two to five ounces every morning. Oh, that's just great. With, yeah. And so it's just really easy. It's very low pressure. It's not sitting using an electric pump mm-hmm. and having to Attached like spend to time yeah. and emotion and attachment. I have not broken out my electric pump once, and I've saved so many ounces in the last week oh and a gosh, half that's using amazing. this. Amazing. Yeah. So guys, get the haka. It's awesome. So easy. Incorporate incorporates into the time you're already spending and um, very effective. And I'll link it on our products. If you go to our Instagram, we have a products highlight that has everything we talked about that's available on Amazon linked. So I will link this. Um, all right. What do I need yeah. to know, Ash? I had heard about that and I was gonna buy one because someone of uh, the reviews were like, yeah, you just sit there and while you're, mm-hmm. eat, you know, feeding on one, that one just collects so but I but then Rev and I didn't really have luck okay really just quick tv thing and I thought maybe you didn't know about one and I'm really hoping I'm bringing you something nice here first of all I got a follow-up on Chernobyl yeah we watched the whole thing it was so good oh my there god were, thank god it was so good you guys it was it's insane really um, on HBO on HBO do you think that'll win awards or no? yes yeah absolutely 
It'll it's, be nominated. It'll be in the mix. I don't know if it'll win everything. Depends on how yeah. the rest of the year plays out. But at but this point, yes. Absolutely. It is, it is very good. Very entertaining. It's only five episodes, I think. Mini series. Um, yep. A little mini series. And uh, there was in episode five or episode four, Colleen warned me about it. So mm-hmm. there, that's where they deal with animals. And she just told me that it was really hard to watch. And I just decided I didn't need it. So John fast forwarded those parts. So if you are also sensitive to, cause it's animal, there's, you'll see in the very beginning of the episode, they talk about that they're animal control. So you'll know that's the episode. And when it shows the scene with those three, you can just, and I didn't even want to look at the TV in case I saw something. So I didn't even look and I just made John fast forward and you don't miss, you miss, mm-hmm. you know, 10 minutes of the whole thing. Cause it's split throughout or whatever so you don't miss a lot but yeah that's the only thing but that was really good and then the other thing please tell me you haven't seen this yet have you seen or heard of mosaic i have not (gasps) yes i have not (gasps) you've scored you stepped up to the plate this is a you took a big swing home run round those bases Ash. oh my god okay so mosaic is another i'm so surprised you haven't heard of it because it's another hbo miniseries I'm and writing it, it down is, now. Oh my gosh, Colleen. We watched it. It's it's another, I think it's five or six, six episodes. Um, and it is a murder mystery. Ooh. It I know. It is so good. So the first two episodes are like building up. You get to know this character. And, yeah. you know, then the murder takes place. And then the next four episodes are figuring. And it's kind of like, you know, the night of. Yes. Where you're like, this guy in the episode one is like, looks like he's guilty. But you're kind of like, but he can't be guilty because then we would know that this happened the whole time. Right. So that happens where you like you're teed up like this guy looks very guilty. And then, you know, they go through the whole thing and just unravel it all. And it's crazy. I will say I was a little underwhelmed with the ending. I was dissatisfied because I, I didn't I I don't want to give it away. But I was like, man, I wish it didn't end like that. But it is so good. The acting is spot on. Pee Wee Herman is in it. That which guy? is funny. Yeah. He's- well, good for him because where yeah. has he been? Why has know. he been out of the spotlight for so long? Well, didn't I he feel get like caught jacking off in a movie theater? Yeah, something like that. That sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's yeah. back. All right. So cool. he's back. But he played he's, – he's a very good actor. Um, and I didn't reckon – I thought it was – did you ever watch Sex in the City? Oh, yeah. So they have a – what was his name? Like Stanley or something. Like um, uh, He's like a small gay guy. Carrie's really good friend. Kind of sassy. Talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that's who it was. And John was like, oh, no, that's Pee Wee Herman. But so he plays a gay guy in this, but he's like, he's like fun and sassy, but he's also just sharp. So that was really good. I didn't know any of the other actors, but, uh, well, actually, Jeff Bridges' brother's in it. And I recognized him, but I don't know from where. Oh, Jeff Bridges' brother. You know, the dude abides. Okay. No, Jeff Bridges. Is he the dude abides? I don't know. Well, Jeff Bridges has been in a ton I don't have the actors. It's, but John was saying someone Bridges' brother, but- Anyway, you'll recognize him when you see him, but I don't know his name. But it is so good. We watched it. So we watched two, I think three and three. We watched it in two days. It was, it's amazing. Like we couldn't, I couldn't wait to put Rev to bed so that I could watch this thing. Oh my God. I'm in so the market now that Chernobyl's done. I'm in the market for a good show. Yeah. I'm going to start You and Chris tonight. are going to like this. Oh, I yeah. can't yeah. wait. Yeah, start it tonight. Mosaic. It's oh really my God. Good. Two things on Chernobyl. Did you know there's a podcast that HBO released that does like in-depth things about Chernobyl and the actual episodes? No. Okay, check that out. And then second, did the ending when he's like narrating over the 
um, over nature where he's like Mm -hmm. talking about the cost, how so many scientists and just our world focuses on the cost of telling the truth. Like, oh my God, if we tell the truth about this thing, what's going to happen? And he's like, now I focus on the cost of lies. Lies. Yeah. Oh my God. I got goosebumps just thinking about climate change and just Mm. where it's so Mm. relevant to today and how, how, Many times we're lying, worried about how is it going to affect the economy or how is it going to affect whatever, 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 (sighs) or votes or politics. And it's like so much bigger than that. Really big issues. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think, but of course you thought that. I mean, your brain is actually, that's why I couldn't wait to talk to you about Taylor because I figured you would be like, but this meant this and this meant this because you're always so good at like sleuthing those things out. I was just taking it at face value, but that is so true. Like all the things um, that it applies to today. I'm not going to spoil it for the people who watch it, but you know the people on the bridge yeah. in the and then you find out yeah. at the end. Yeah. Did that? That's just harrowing. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was just harrowing mm-hmm. and true, and it just it. Oh my god! All okay. of it was insane, and the fact that it was based on insane. a true story, and then when they walk you through what actually happened inside the room to make this Chernobyl event, it's oh it's yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so very good, you guys. Watch that. Watch Mosaic. I can't wait to watch Mosaic. Okay, I've got last thing you need to know about. Do you like the smell of lemongrass? Is that the weirdest thing to ask? No, I like it. You like like it? it? Okay. So Chris and I, this is so random, but Chris and I, our honeymoon, we took in Bali. And when I think about Bali, like I love Bali so much, but we got a lot of massages there because they were like really affordable in Bali. And the smell that takes me back to that every single time in a very happy way is lemongrass. And Mm, I got mm -hmm. this sample exfoliator in my birch box and it's, this sounds like such an ad, whatever it's not. Uh, it's just really (laughs) good, but I got this sample exfoliating foaming cleanser. So it starts off as a scrub on your face and then it quickly turns into like a foaming clean. So you get, I feel like it's like a two for one because you get the exfoliation and then you get the cleansing Yeah, and it bubbles up and the smell is lemongrass and it smells right back in Bali. Freaking insane. It is like my favorite face product I have tried in years. Wow. It's called Sufi S-U-F-I exfoliating foaming cleanser. I went to their website and it was like 30 something dollars for a little pot of it. I went on Amazon. It was 28 bucks Mm -hmm. for like a size. And I don't know why spending 35 felt like a lot, but 28 felt fine. Yeah. So I don't know. It's weird how well, also sometimes Amazon's like, just like them. easy. It's like click. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like it's monopoly money you're playing with for some reason with Amazon. It's like exactly. oh, that's not real money. Just purchase. Yeah, it was there like the next second. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, the little <laughs> Amazon angels just co- yeah. you know just floated it down yeah. to me on my couch. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, I have been using it like a lot, and it's like my favorite. Part oh my gosh! No, I mean that sounds weird. Yeah, but like, you just obviously. Well, no, it doesn't. I mean, you're a new mom stage. You relish in those self little moments, care practices. Yeah, yeah. Let Ooh. me tell you what else I relish in. <laughs> my third love bras you guys we've talked about it before we're talking about it again because they're that good skip the trip to the stores skip a freaking dressing room with 30 different bras on and a stranger trying to size you third love is where it's at they offer 70 more than 70 sizes including signature half cups 
We have a little quizzy quiz you can take <laughs> to help you get the perfect fit. Over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date, which is really amazing and yeah, impressive. That's insane. But they have a 100% fit guarantee. So if you don't love it, after 60 days, you can wear it, wash it, put it to the test. You can return it. Third level, wash it and donate it to a woman in need. So no risk to try that. it out. Mm-hmm. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. But the big thing, you guys, is the comfort and quality. These will be, hands down, the most comfortable bras you'll own. They've got straps that won't slip. No itching. They're lightweight, incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable. Oh, memory foam cups. I don't know if this is what Caitlin Bristow was wearing yesterday, but on her stories, she was talking about memory. She was like talking about her bra and she's like, what is it called? It's got the memory foam cups. I wonder if she's talking about third Probably love. because they're proprietary to third love. What does that mean? Like, oh, they're proprietary. Like no one else has. Yeah. They're like third love. Oh, well, great. Guys, thing. we wear them. Caitlin Bristow wears them. What more do you need? Yeah. They're going to mold and to your if boobs. if you need more. Understand there's a perfect third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash sip right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash SIP for 15% off today. Third love. All right, guys, we have a doozy. Not only did I bring it with a TV tip that I thought for sure <laughs> I, I was, I thought I was going to strike out that I landed. I'm also going to be a host of a game right now. You're the executive producer of a segment. I'm the executive producer and you are the leading star, but I'm also going to act in it. Yes. I'm like Bradley Cooper. Right. And I'm you Lady know? Gaga. And you're Lady Gaga. So yeah. this one we're calling firsts and faves. Should I go to like all the first? So it's basically, I'm going to, we're going to answer like the first thing, tell these stories about the first time and then favorite things. Should we do all the first and then all the faves or like first fave, first fave? You're, you're the one driving this car, Ash. You're, Let's I, go back and forth. Okay. First you know? fave, first fave. Yeah. Let's get yeah. crazy. And if we don't like it, then we'll, then we'll switch it up. Yeah. Um, and these are in no particular order, but <laughs> what was your first car accident or speeding ticket? Oh my God. Okay. My first car accident, I like came home to my parents and cried, but it was one where I rear-ended a car, basically. Uh-huh. I was probably, I would think I was like freshly off of getting, I was 16 probably. Oh yeah. And it was one of those things where it was such a slow hit, but the the person had their, they were turning right. I was also turning right. I was right behind them. They started to go and I like drove up behind them, but they stopped. Like they went to go, but then they stopped. And yeah. I just, oh, yep. I was looking left to see who was coming. Yes. And I just drove right into them. I was mortified. I cried to the person. I went home, told my parents, like, oh, I have something to tell you. And they were like, yeah, okay. You know, it was just yeah. like, we'll figure yeah, like it out. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But my mom was an insurance agent. And so I knew oh. like that accidents when you're young, like, can really F up your insurance rate. So I think that's why I was so emotional about it. What was yours? Okay. I was in a car accident when like someone rear-ended us on the way to school, but the first one that I, I, 
I don't remember my first car accident, but I'm going to talk about my speeding ticket. So I was also 16. I had just gotten my driver's license and you couldn't remember where you couldn't drive with anyone in the car other than a sibling or something or family member for the first year. Yeah. 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 So I was in that zone. So I was in the car by myself, but it was the first night of spring break junior year or something like that. And went to this house party and I had just moved in with my dad and I lived with my mom all growing up and sophomore year I moved in with my dad. So maybe it was actually sophomore year. So he had not really known that rule like rules need to be enforced. So he didn't give me a curfew or anything. I was just like, whatever I want to do. And I went over to this house party. And for some reason, like I was, I drank when I was in high school, but I decided not to drink that night. I don't know why, but now I know. Um, and so I was just at this party, whatever. And then I left and I didn't know I had never seen a cop on the highway. So I thought cops aren't on highways. So I'm flying <laughs> That's at a great 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Remember, I'm 16, so I don't know anything about anything. 2 a.m. I'm flying down the highway at 90 miles an hour. Guys, it's no. 55. It's 55 in Oregon is the speed limit on 217. So I'm just, I'm feeling powerful. I'm feeling good. Can you imagine now if you're on the highway at 55 and someone's just flying by at 2 a.m. at 90 miles an hour? Oh like, my God. Yeah. So the cop pulls me over and I just, you know, I felt invincible and untouchable and he didn't even ask for my, my like registration and insurance. He was like, do you have your driver's license? I gave him, he's like, where are you going? And I was like, my dad's <laughs> house. And he was like, what's his phone number? And he called my no. dad to say like, you know, and he was like, this is a felony. What the, like how fast you were driving is a felony. I'd only had my license for two months and I was like terrified and I dry, get home and the garage door opens and my dad's just leaning over the railing in his boxers, you know, pissed oh off God. and just so disappointed. And after that, needless to say, he, he gave me a curfew for whatever the, whatever the state was. So it's like, 10 o'clock until you're 18 and then 18 was midnight or something like that or something. I don't remember, but whatever. Whoa. Yeah. That was my first speedy ticket. And I had to go to, you know, like traffic school. Wow. <laughs> That's intense. Jeez. Well-deserved yeah. ticket. I no, mean, I that was like, they set you straight. <laughs> you're a great driver now. I remember in college, you were a little like bullish, you know, oh. on the road. You're a great okay. driver now. Listen, I learned from my dad to not really use brakes. <laughs> like, have you ever ridden with no. my sister? I don't know if, like, my sister, I am terrified to get in the car with Sarisa? her. I don't like driving or, with my dad. Yeah. Yes, said she doesn't, like, they don't, they don't use brakes on the highway. So I always feel like I'm about to die. Always riding people's asses. And I didn't realize I was a shitty driver until John is, like, the safest driver in the world. And then I worked for enterprise as like my first real paying job out of college. And I saw all these accidents. And so I started becoming a safe driver, but now I get in the car with my sister and I'm like, this is how I used to drive. Like I endangered everyone on the road, not just me and my own car. Like everyone was in danger when but I was you out thought, there. That's just the way no. to do it. That was like, I just, yeah. That was you know, like DNA. if your parent teaches you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all, you know. Yeah. Wow. All right. What's your favorite city? Okay. This is going to sound very biased. It's honestly Portland though. It really is. Like, I love, I love it here so much. I love everything about it. I love the food. I love the ease Mm -hmm. of, like, we went to the beach this last weekend, hour and a half. You're at the Oregon coast. Like, it just was awesome. But I would say favorite city that's not my hometown. You can have it be your hometown. All right. I also really like Chicago. 
Um, Chicago is cool. The thing I like about Chicago is it's like all the cool Midwest people who are just so nice. Like I lived in, well, we we talked about how I shit in a cornfield in Nebraska, but I lived in Nebraska for a short time. Nicest people on the planet. They do anything to help you out. Just like, you know, what you see is what you get. Like, so why can't I'm having such a brain fart? Authentic. Oh, mom brain. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel like it's like a lot of those type of people born and bred just authentic good people in the city like dress nice and out for a fun night kind of all the time I don't know I just love the vibe in Chicago also great food I had like the best deep dish pizza there place that starts with a p everyone in Chicago is like killing me right now they're probably yelling at in the car like it's pierogies or something yeah but anyway it was great if I ever I've been to Chicago once but I don't really remember it we were there for one night if I ever go though I'm going to rpm italian that's Julian and yeah. Bill's steakhouse. We should do a retreat, just the two of us, and go yeah. record episodes in Chicago and go oh my there. God. Also, yeah. lastly, I know I can't pick three, but I also love New York City because the majority of our listeners are from New York City. So what up, New oh, Yorkers? Okay, well, I hate to let you guys down. If my least favorite city was being asked here, it would be New York City. But, I hate New York. But we love I the people like there. That there's people supporting us there. A lot. And, and look, I don't need to love New York because it's probably the most loved city in the world. Like there's yeah, enough people that true. love, you know, like you yeah. guys are in a good spot. It's just not for me. My favorite city, I have two as well they're both southern california if it weren't so damn expensive expensive to live there i would live there yeah san diego is my first favorite i love san diego i love the vibe it's just laid back it's a good time breweries on every corner oceans right there great weather and then i also love santa monica oh i feel like it's just like a cute little quaint town and i don't know i love it i mean my heart rate goes down in santa monica you get to santa monica you're like where can i just find a good beer and just yeah just like hang out oh gosh it's just it's so good yeah let's yeah, also it. go there asap okay let's just yeah, do we'll a world do a, just... a world tour of all our favorite places yeah. Yeah, all right yeah. tell me about the first time you drank okay it was when i was actually pretty young it was a sleepover at a friend's mm-hmm. house and we it's the old classic we broke mm-hmm. into the parents liquor cabinet oh yeah and we have a little bit of God, each one what did we drink it was so terrible Oh my yeah, it God, matter. it just was the most terrible, like old parent grandma liquor. God, it was mm-hmm. bad. And we had, we took shots. So we had way too much. Oh, God, it was terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, was, what was yours? Mine was in, I think it was seventh or eighth grade. We were going to a Tim McGraw concert and we were riding the Max in. I was with my best friend. Same thing, broke into her yeah. dad's liquor cabinet and just had, you know, because you don't want to like alert them. So you had like a little <laughs> yeah. bit of all the different, bo- it was like the graveyard of alcohol, you know, and then you just like pour a little water back in. So yeah, and we thought it was so cool to be drunk. So we were acting a fool on this max train yeah. like complete. And we're, I mean, you're in middle school. You basically just came out of the womb and we're just playing it up so bad like we were just hammered but I kind of feel like that's yeah. us when we drink though like not a lot changes right. no it's still nothing's really changed <laughs> I mean, yeah I except for yeah. now it's not really acting like you don't care like I was putting on a show of like I want these people to know I'm yeah. drunk because look I'm an adult and I can drink even though you know people knew we were middle schoolers I'm sure but yeah now we I still act the same yeah. it's just it's true it's true it's, it's my it's authentic these right. days we cannot you know? be calmed down yeah right yeah. okay fave food what's your favorite food I mean mac and cheese you knew that yeah what's yours yeah I think anything Thai yeah 
You think? You sound, you look unsure of your answer. Well, you know, I wrote all these things down and I didn't think through my answers on any of them. And I'm like, what's my, like on my birthday, I usually like to get Thai food. Okay. Well, that's a solid poll. I mean, then, yeah. you know, if that's okay. the one thing on your special day. Yeah. I feel you. like, yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah. Who was your first celebrity crush? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Me too. I had posters of him in my room. I mean, who? Oh my God. Didn't? Guys, he was so he was the heartthrob everything. of everything. He was yeah, you remember that Teen Bop or Bebop magazine and you just it was Yo, just their yeah. pretty little faces all over it. I had one of the posters that had JTT, his baby. signature on it, you know, and I just like just adoringly looked at that signature like he wrote that. Obviously he didn't. Yeah. But you know, right. No, yeah. but at some point he did and then so they just mass produced. What's he up to? Is he doing anything? JTT? I don't even know if he's alive. <laughs> You know, the heartthrob of America. We don't even know. Yeah, we don't know. He probably right. married some really ugly person. Maybe he'll pop up in a miniseries soon. We'll be like, oh, JTT. There he is. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a looking. comeback. Could you imagine <laughs> if JTT a made a comeback? Oh yeah. my God, he should. JTT, if you're listening to this. Yeah. The time Tell your manager now. to get you on, get you on something. Get you in a Taylor Swift music video, you know? If that's if you need there to be you relevant. Go. There you go. All right, favorite there drink. you go. <laughs> Old-fashioned. We're talking alcoholic, right? Of course. Anything. But I oh, figure all, all of our favorite drinks are probably yeah. alcoholic. Old-fashioned, whiskey, ice, little a sugar cube, a little bit of... Uh, um, bitters. Bitters. Perfect. Perfect drink. Spicy margarita, but a good one. I don't... Yeah. Not the fake sweet and sour. I want fresh squeezed. Give me the... And it Real needs jalapenos. to be strong. Real jalapenos. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. What was your first car? Okay, my first okay. car was a Plymouth Reliant. We're talking big old white car. Thing took up the whole road. Like well, there no was no room on the highway. There, they, they yeah, was like, I mean, there couldn't be room for both of you. No, I was spreading across America with this car. <laughs> like it had the best part about it was the drive. It had one big bench in the in the front oh, yeah. like the front oh, driver wow. the driver's seat and the passenger seat are connected yeah. so three oh, people yeah. could sit in the front safe purple velvet <gasps> oh yeah purple velvet it was beautiful i have shorter legs and i like to sit close yeah. to the steering wheel oh. i did at the time so <laughs> yeah. people who sat like if guys were in the car with me in the passenger side they'd stick their legs out the window because <laughs> yeah. they couldn't their knees would be it in was, their throat oh yeah and um at one point the driver's side door stopped working. And I remember, <laughs> I remember that I was trying out for soccer. Like I was trying to make like the varsity team or whatever. And I was 16. I just got in this Plymouth Reliant and this car door had just broke. And one of like the popular girls was like walking me to my car. And I remember like stalling, <laughs> wanting her to get like, like get in, in her your car, car first. first. Yeah. Yeah, we're just like, whatever, whatever, whatever. And she finally got in her car, but I didn't realize, like, the loop she was taking around the parking lot. And I had to <laughs> crawl through the passenger side door and then scoot across this bench to get to the driver's side. And I saw her look at me and I was like, damn it. You know, damn it, Jim. The jig is up. And the thing caught on fire. Like, it went out like a 
glory. I remember driving home and the engine just started bursting what? with oh like smoke. God. Oh yeah, it went down in flames. It was cool. It was the best car ever. What was yours? Oh, mine actually was cool. Uh, I had a Toyota Tacoma. Oh. I mean, like mine was That's like a, very. Cool. It was not a, like a fur like my first car. I wish I had the story like you, but I had a Toyota Tacoma and I was like super proud of it. Yeah, I it was it. fine. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What's your this is stupid. We don't have time to go through all of these, okay. so I'm going to get... Okay, what's your favorite curse word? Curse, swear word. Probably fuck. Me too. Easy. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. First date. Do you remember the first date you went on? And if you don't, what was... Because I don't think I remember my first date. I don't think I do. What's your first date with Chris? I don't really remember because we were friends for so mm-hmm. long. Like, we True. were friends for like a year before. So there was like a gradual thing. But I do remember the first time we hung out as friends that felt like a date. We drove from Eugene to Portland to go to a concert together. Oh, yeah. And we had like, that's like an hour and 45 minute drive both ways. We went to Portland and back. And we went to the streets, like that van, the streets, whatever. And on the way back home, it was like pitch black outside. We're driving for like two hours and just had like really good talks. Like just it was, I don't know where you feel like, whoa, this is more than There's some chemistry here. Yeah. Yeah. What was yours with John? He picked me up and he was so, I thought he was so handsome. And we went to... I think it was like some Caribbean, Johnny Caribbean or something, um, in Eugene. And we had like whatever the Caribbean food was, it was good. And then we had, uh, they had the table side s'more thing, you know, where you can make your own s'mores. Ooh, and then yeah. we went back to my place and had sex. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Slam dunk. <laughs> no, we went back to my- <laughs> s'mores and sex. Wow. And then we went back to Can't get any better than that. We went back to my place. And I had just came back from the coast and I bought a whole <laughs> case of um rogue Chipotle beer. And so we oh, had yeah. some rogue Chipotle beer and we watched Sports Center because I was still trying to be like the cool chick. He still jokes about how I said I, I did watch Sports Center every night, like in college. Yeah. But nobody likes sports as much as John does. So now I'm not like he thinks that I f- duped him or like, you know lied to him to like you catfished him yeah catfished him yeah. and I'm like no I really did watch it but like now that it's on all the time I don't cra- I don't crave it. I don't need to see the highlights because you I, we watch it in real time every single sporting event that ever happens yeah. so yeah we watched <laughs> it and then he left I don't even know if we kissed that night actually but yeah yeah that's why on your anniversary you were texting me like where can oh. I get table side some more I'm like <laughs> yeah. I don't know but I remember that yeah. I was like googling yeah. places yeah. and sending them to you I'm like I don't, know. I don't know I guess I'm google but I'll find it <laughs> of course I just yeah, started google. searching I don't go to google I go to Colleen no questions asked <laughs> yeah, and you did oh. you found me a bunch of options and then you went to none of them you're like we found something else no. instead like, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. That was fun. <laughs> Sorry, Google call. What was your first? <laughs> that was fun. What was your first job? I worked for Krispy Kreme. No, I worked for my neighbor at her restaurant oh. as a server, and it was a very small restaurant. There were only there was one server named Bev who'd been like a server her whole life, and I think she hated oh, yeah. me because I was like, oh, probably. What's this the youngest young you can work? In. 15 it was 15 I was 15 yeah so I was 15 and I'd go work with Bev and that was like her career like she was a lifetime like Bev was probably in her 60s and man you're coming in there fucking things up you don't know what you're doing yeah yeah but by the end I think I won her heart I think I won her of course you did yeah Yeah, what was yours so the first thing that I did for money was 
prostitute. Yep. Could have called that one. <laughs> no, the first thing. So I wasn't like, it wasn't employment, but my dad had this friend who owned like a bar, golf course, or whatever. And I would just put, he'd pay me like 500 bucks to print out a thousand flyers and go put them on people's windshields in the parking lot. Oh, wow. So that was like my first thing to get like any money. And it was, you know, that was great. But yeah. after that, my official job was I worked at Elmer's. I was a hostess at Elmer's 15. Worst job ever. Actually yeah. hated it. Okay. Do you remember your first kiss? Kind of. I mean, it was, I was really young. So it was in, well, I guess, I don't know. It's all rel- relative, but it was during, I was either in like elementary school or middle school, like early. Okay. And yeah. it was during summer camp, which was like hosted at the school. So it was like school's out, but then you go back to school for the summer camp thing, but it was like the coolest ever. Like yeah. all, everybody went yeah, like you all day long. It's like, school. do you want to do crafts or do you want to go to snow cone or do you want to play yeah. games? Like it was like, or do you want to learn how to swing dance? Like it was just the best. Yeah. And I remember we were hanging out with a circle of friends, like doing truth or dare classic. I picked dare. It was like kiss Zach or whatever, but it was like a little peck. But I remember that because it was a guy mm. I actually had a crush on. Oh yeah. The whole summer camp. So I was like, okay, great. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. For this I can do this. No problem at yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. But like that, nothing ever happened, yeah. unfortunately. With when that, and done. You know. Or fortunately, I guess. I think my first, I pecked. Was that a peck? It was just a peck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm counting it, though. Yeah. You're not counting okay, it. Okay, fine. What was your real one? Yeah, just go well, wherever the best story was, is. Well, I didn't French kiss somebody until like sophomore year of high school. Same. Yeah. I was like asking my friends, how do you do this? And I remember... Yeah. So the first time I French somebody was, it was actually the guy that I dated for a couple years, but I remember now and he talked about it since. So I just thought, oh, you just shove your tongue. And so it's just like, like just, and he, said, he thought I was just like, like just eating him alive. Just like, and it's actually so oh mortifying God. to think about now. I don't know why he would. Because I feel like if you kiss someone like that now, you'd be like, okay, red flag. We are, this is going nowhere. But then we ended up dating for like two years. I mean, off and on. He was terrible. He cheated on me like a hundred times. But <laughs> sounds so like he had the kiss it coming then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Kiss didn't turn him off. But whoo, yeah. Man. Um, all right. I feel like we're running out of time. I have so many more, but like, should we do, we did first, should we do faves next time? And well, I've been this? doing, we've been going back and forth. Oh, I did, oh, 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 yeah. You know, whatever. Let's end on this one, I guess. What's your favorite self-care practice? Favorite self-care practice? Like the thing to do, you know, that feels good. Like you're really um, feeling Well, I feel cup. like I'm taking what you're going to say, which is walking. Yeah. But really it's. Today I went on a really long walk with a friend and Ben and like it just changes your whole day. Oh my gosh. Like it just mm-hmm. sets your whole day up for success. That as well as meditation throughout the day. Like not sitting and meditating, yeah. but I do make an effort. Like when I go to bed, I think about like can I feel my body yeah. on the mattress? I've talked a lot about this before, but like like co- like just thoughtfulness yeah. throughout the day and like bringing myself back into my body. I really love that. Yeah practice yeah what's yours mine is going to be walking and listening to personal development and that's you know I've not been able to get that much in because it's like a hundred degrees at I mean still probably it's nine o'clock here it's probably still a hundred degrees out so oh my god I like to do it when the sun's down I'm not an early riser so I don't do it with 
before the sun's up. And in the morning at like 8 a.m., it's 80 degrees, but the sun's out. So it's like, you know, you're in the sun. Mm -hmm. It feels warmer. Hot. So I did a little walk tonight with Roki. But that's one thing about Arizona is it's too hot to walk outside. But I'm with you. Like those outdoor walks. And so I just did like a 30-minute one today because I just needed it. I love it so much. It's the best. When you're here – so Ash is coming into town, guys. When you're here, we'll, oh, get, we'll yeah. get after We're it. walking crazy. We'll get so much walking walk in. Faces off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. And you know what we can do when we walk? What? I, I always like to listen to personal development, and we might want to listen to each other, but if we don't, we can – Raycon. We can do some Raycon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 2019. Okay. Everyone needs oh, yeah. a great pair of wireless earbuds. Before you go dropping hundreds of bucks on a pair, you guys got to check out these wireless earbuds from Raycon. <laughs> I'm supposed to continue. Hey, let me Raycon in here. Uh, rake it in here. Raycon in here. Raycon in here. Guys. These start at about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, but they sound just as amazing. The company was co-founded by Ray J. Celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Brandy, Melissa Etheridge, they're already obsessed, and so are we. Yeah, they've totally changed the game for me. They're so comfortable. Um, they're little, they look cool, they're easy to take anywhere, and unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. I mean, I don't know what a stem mm -hmm. is, but they don't have them. You know? No, they mm -hmm. don't. Nothing funny is going to be dangling out of your ears no. with Raycons. I actually do love that. You just like little tiny buds, pop them in. Uh, they look slick, and they just sync right on up <laughs> with your listening yes, they do. devices. Guys, go buy Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com slash sip to get 20% off of your order. That's buyraycon, B-U-I-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash sip. For 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds, if you've been eyeing a pair, which I know <laughs> you have, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time for the people in the back. Buy K <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Buyraycon.com slash sip. S-I-P. Call. Yeah. <clears throat> rant to me all right i've got a good one for you oh my god thank god it's one i've actually been like living my whole life with but it didn't occur to me to like write this down as a rant for this until the other day when a salad sounded really good to me and i was at a restaurant and i ordered the salad and the salad first of all Salads are too much money. They charge way too much at restaurants for salads. Oh but I yeah. wanted it, and it sounded right. good. It had, like, you know, cranberries and apples and this and that and special cheese, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is the salad I want, and I'm willing to spend a million dollars on it. So right. I order the salad. It comes to my uh, table, and it's in a it's, – it's perfectly, like, arranged yeah, where you've pretty. got, like, cranberries here. It's, like, in a little pyramid, Like a cob right? salad kind of, you know, where it's, like, segmented? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, segmented off. It just is a beautiful presentation. But here's the problem. When it is served to you like that, what do you got to do? Toss it. Yeah. Right? You got to toss it. And the thing was served in a bowl where when you toss it, your salad's going to go everywhere, all over yeah. the table. And there is nothing – I hate more than an untossable salad because of problematic bowls or plates. Yes. <laughs> okay? Yes. The perfect salad 
should be served in an oversized bowl or plate. Like it needs to be tossable unless it is pre-tossed, which is for me ideal. Mm-hmm. Also, the way I like my salads is when the components of it are not in too big of pieces, when they're nicely chopped yeah, up. Like a, Don't mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't give me a whole cucumber. Don't give me a yeah. whole baby carrot. Yeah. Like, don't give me things well, what's the that are going to be way too hard to chew. Like, I don't understand why people love wedge salads. Because it's like a whole... No. They just serve you a head of lettuce. Like, then Let you gotta, take why are take 30 minutes you? to deconstruct this. Right. Or you know when they serve you shrimp on any entree, but on the salad too, where it's like you got to take the tail and all the legs off. It's like, oh, I don't care how artistic that God. is. I don't want to do this right now. Do this. No, that's a crime. It's a crime. Anytime shrimp is served, Mm -hmm. a total nightmare. Yeah. So my dream salad is like big old bowl or big old plate, perfectly chopped. I like to be able to have the dressing in it. I mean, whatever people ask for dressing on the side, that's probably smarter. But anyway, it's about quantities and it's about ability Mm -hmm. to be free with your salads and not have anxiety that it's spilling Spilling out all over the table. It just drives me nuts. So if you work at a restaurant, like tell this we need to start a movement because I don't understand why that is like the norm. Yeah, the it is norm, the norm is salad frustration. You know what I'm thinking, and I always forget to do this, but you can order it tossed. Yes, like I always order forget. Any, to do but that I always too. forget. I do too. We need to remember that we do because I agree with you. It is absolutely a nightmare, and I don't have the patience for it. You're so good at. Like if something comes, I am basically face planting directly into it. <laughs> and you know, you're like, you'll take the time to toss and Methodical. get everything, all the bites. And I'm like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. and so I don't mess around with toss. I'm just, I just try to like stab and all over and just try to get a little bit in every bite, but you can't, yeah. you can't possibly win that, that no. situation either. But I need to be better about remembering it to be tossed. At Cafe Yum, I've started – because I have the problem at Cafe Yum, too, where I get a bowl, and then it's perfectly arranged. The toppings are perfectly arranged on top, but then when I toss it, it's a cluster, and I get very irritable with it quickly. Yes. So I've started ordering it next bowl size up. I'm like, I want a a small or a medium, but I want it in a large bowl. And they accommodate. So now when I order, it's like, if you can't toss this for me, I need to get the biggest bowl possible that you can find in your restaurant. Because I'm going to have to maneuver some shit here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I need to have my way. What is your rant? This is also something I've been dealing with my whole life. (laughs) And it is farting when you're in public. (laughs) I was hoping this would be funny because I started laughing, but then your face changed just slightly. I was like, oh my God, is this serious? No. So today, I don't know what I, so I'm cleansing right now, right? And I think my body's not used to, oh, look at you tapping your fingers. So (laughs) this is going to be good. I'm, I'm cleansing right now. And I think I'm just having a lot more fiber and like, you know, there's lots of beans and lentils and just veggies and all the shit. So I've just been a little gassier than normal. And I don't leave my house that often. So it's been okay. But today I had a doctor's appointment, the kind where they go down South, you know, and they stick, you know, the old pap. Okay. I had a pap. Oh, and yeah. I was tooting my way in that office and it, uh, my appointment was oh, at no. 7, 10 a.m. Let me tell you how many other patients are there at 7, 10, zero. So it's just you. Like sometimes when you're in public, you're like, okay, there's enough people around that if I fart, no one's going to know it's me. They can't pin it on me. But that was not the case, you know? Oh, no. And then I'm laying there, feet in the stirrups. 
and I'm doing, and I, <laughs> I'm doing everything I can, right. To not fart in her face. And then she shoves that thing in and spreads it open. So it's just pressure on your backside. Oh, no. You know, and I think a little guy squeaked out and I can't be held oh, responsible no. for that. I just can't, but it made me think like, this is already pretty mortifying, you know, like having, like when you're in the stirrups and they're yeah. mucking around down there, that's already not like, I just want them to be in and out. And they're always trying like, Oh, what did you do? What do you have plans for the summer? And I'm like, can we just get this over with? I don't need Let's small talk. Business. Come on. But so they're always trying to talk. And then, you know, that situation's going on and you're like, what do I do? Her face is down in my vagine and I've got gas. Oh, but not no. only then, it's not just the doctor. I mean, she didn't say anything and it wasn't a loud audible one, but it just got me thinking like, wow, it really sucks to have to fart. Yeah. You know? I got, so when I was giving birth to Ben, I had oh, an yeah. epidural. So you lose all control. Oh yeah. And I think even without an epidural, you probably lose control anyway because things are just happening, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even pushing yet, but they like turned me over and they were moving some monitors around. And as they were turning me over, I farted and it was very yeah. loud, but it was like Chris <laughs> was in the room, my OBGYN and the labor nurse. Yeah. And I was mortified. And I said, oh my God, I'm mortified. And I'm, I started laughing. You know what happened when I started laughing? You farted more? But it started going to the rhythm of my laugh. <laughs> so it was like... <laughs> So as I'm laughing, it's like, (laughs) no, that's terrible. And their heads are down there. You know, you're already just, you've lost a lot of dignity as it is, you know, and they're just layering that on. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. Farting in public is tough. I hear you I don't mind it at home. It's actually very satisfying at home. Absolutely. And sometimes at home, you actually want to smell your fart. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. smell there's anyone cur- else's. Like, there's a curiosity like if John there. farts, yeah. I'm like, oh, what died in your butthole? But if my fart smells awful, I'm like, oh, well, oh. there it is. <laughs> there it is. Interesting. You know, Noted. Noted. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> so Hello, friends. Yeah. <laughs> rave. I'll rave. Me. Okay, yeah. No, I'm raving. Yeah, you raving. Okay, so this is kind of like a hangover. I thought about doing it in what you need to know, but I've been um, doing the placenta pills, so it's been a week yeah, yeah. Yeah. on the placenta pills, and I got to say, I do feel like it's made a big difference. So I just wanted to quickly talk about that because I touched on it really quick last week. Some of you might have heard about this, but it's a way to encapsulate your placenta where somebody comes. I just want to share my experience. They steam it, dehydrate it, and they put it into pills. There's no scientific proof that this Mm -hmm. works. So like talk to your doctor if you're interested in it. So a lot of the benefits that people claim are just from people who've actually done it. And a week into it, I have not felt more even keel or more balanced since I've been on these in my whole postpartum journey. I've felt way more myself. The people who've, a lot of people who've used it have reported feeling more balanced, like it restores their iron, improves actually their milk quantities, that it helps with infant bonding, helps reduce postpartum depression. There's a lot of like positive, I guess, testimonials about it. But my experience was good. And the placenta person who I used, her name's Rebecca Derlin Smith, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-D-U-R-L-I-N-Smith.com. So that's a Portland service if any of you who live here are interested in it. But I've found myself to be way less restless, which was like issues I was dealing with the last few weeks, 
way more patient and way just like happier and just even keel. Oh, good. So I don't know if it will last because there's one thing I know so far is like it's totally unpredictable journey, but that has really seemed to have helped. It's been a cool thing. So that's my. Yeah. What's I mean, I've only heard good things about it. I didn't do it, but I will. You know, if given the opportunity or something in the future, but because I've I've really only Mm -hmm. I mean. There's not any, maybe there's no science to say yeah. that this is possible there but there's no bad downside to it I don't think. No, that's the thing is there's like yeah. no risk. There's like it's a very natural yeah. thing and there's just still it's just yeah. early, yeah. you yeah. know, but it's been in Chinese medicine forever. And we trust so. them. Uh All right. so we do. um do we? I don't know. Okay. Well, you're we're doing it. I don't know. But I feel like a lot of times we no, hear no. about their ancient medicine and Chinese medicine and I feel like that's pretty sound. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. What's it called the, the needle yeah. thing? That's like ancient Chinese medicine, you know? The best. So Exactly. They they know a thing or two about – I feel like they know a thing or two about like beauty products and then medicine stuff, like medical, yes. natural remedy things. Okay. Agree. So my rant this or rave this week is different, but I thought it would be a good story because of Colleen recently having a baby. And I talked about this a while ago. I think when we talked about your infertility struggles about – because I know how – you know, people that are out there struggling. I hope that it's not difficult. If you are somebody struggling with infertility, it's not difficult to listen to this podcast right now as Colleen's in this postpartum, but hopefully it gives you hope. And I wanted to give another story of hope that happened this week. So I had a friend of mine, they went through, um, massive, uh, well, I don't know if that's the appropriate word, but massive infertility for years, tried everything, finally went through IVF and they implanted two embryos. And then they said that only one took and did you watch this story that I put on my the video? I did, and I bawled yeah. like a baby. So only yeah. they said only one took, and then yeah. they went through the whole pregnancy, and she said, you know, but it's fine. I'm just grateful for the one, whatever. And they didn't tell anybody, and both of them took, and they had healthy – she went to 37 weeks – healthy boy and girl, full term, no time in the NICU, both incredibly healthy, like over five pounds each. And I just, and then they put this video out about like a shocking every, you know, all their parents, all of their friends, their siblings, everybody um, could not believe it. It was just crazy. And she only talked about E5. It was embryo five. She only talked about E5. That's all she referred to like the whole pregnancy. But then they were they would say, like, here's E5 and this is A1. And so it was just so crazy. And I was just so happy for them. And um, I feel like for other people out there that are struggling with infertility, I hope stories like that give you hope because they really had a rough journey and they came out the other side and have two perfect little angels now. They're five days old. So that was a really cool thing this week. So cool. I'll say a lot of the we have so many members of the SIP squad who are in all of the different stages like a lot of subscribers who aren't even there yet not even thinking about it like young in college a lot that are pregnant or struggle a lot of people struggling if you've listened to some of the early podcasts Mm -hmm. and have heard my journey a lot of people in that in similar stages of life but I'll say going through this having been in postpartum a lot of the messages that I that I get are people in current struggles who are so almost happier for me than other people. And it's, I remember feeling the same way when I was struggling. I never felt 
and this is just my experience, but I never felt sad when I heard of like friends or other people getting pregnant. I loved stories of hope like this. I almost felt even more excited for them because it's like, wow, this is really special and it's not always easy. And so, yeah, I hope these stories for those of you who are struggling, you know, the path you're on is the path you're supposed to be on and um, just trust that and try and relax. And honestly, like maybe listen to some of the earlier podcasts for other tips. I love that story. That whole video was so cool. Oh my God. The tears were just flowing. They look so joyful. And I loved at the end where she said, think our hands are Oh my gosh. I know. That's where I just started crying. I was like, (laughs) oh my God. Oh my God. It's Mm -hmm. so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. Well, that's it folks. Another round in the books. In the books. Bag it or Body bag it? Okay. Uh, bag it up? I don't know. Count it. Count it. Count it, I think, is where I was Count going it. for. Great. Or whatever. All yeah. right. Okay. So we love you so much. Rate, subscribe, review. Come so much. to our show. We didn't even talk about that. Come see us on Patreon. No. You already know about that. Come to Instagram. Do all the things. Just do it or die. Patreon's okay. coming soon. Don't miss oh out gosh. on those, you it's guys. Friday episodes on Patreon. Like the week after Like this. very soon. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So if you've been waiting to sign up, don't wait a second longer. Oh Go to our Instagram bio. Click on the link. You'll see You'll get one free episode there right now. It's Colleen's birth story, my yeah. travel nightmare. And then we are recording two this week. And so you're going to have four when it releases or something. So yeah. it's going to be amazing. Just a quick hit right yeah. off the bat. But just remember, you can yeah. sit with us always. Always. You know? We love you so much. And, and we, will we will see you, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye.